Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm Nicole Barron, Editor-in-Chief of Lifestyle Frisco, and I'm sitting today with Josh Boyd, who's the CEO and founder of The Twelve. And if you don't know what The Twelve is, you're about to find out. It's opening soon in North Texas. Hi, Josh. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Tell everyone what it is that you do and where it will be located. Yes, yeah, so I'm the CEO founder of The 12. We are a high-intensity interval training group fitness facility. Um, so we're, we're considered boutique fitness um, in the realms of Orange Theory Fitness, F45, Soul Cycle, think that type of, of genre. And so uh, we originally started in Orange County, California, where we have multiple studios there. And we've just expanded to the Texas market where we just launched our franchise model, and that's why we are here in the Plano, Frisco area. And this is our new corporate headquarters for our franchise headquarters. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. Tell us what is different, because you, as you said, boutique fitness, um, more and more and more of those are popping up around Frisco and Plano, and it gives us all a lot of options. But, you know, am I into yoga? Am I into hit training? Am I into, what am I into, boxing? You know, so... Tell us what you offer and what happens to your body. Like, what are the results that yeah. someone gets at the 12? Those are all three great options that you just you talked about yoga, you talked about boxing, and you talked about classes. Right now, there's a, a massive revolution for boutique fitness. And what sets boutique fitness apart is that you get a, a personal experience in a group environment. So wow. that is very, very, very special because... Uh, traditionally, let's say tw uh, even just 10 years ago, you only had a few options. Mm -hmm. Either go to a big box gym, 24-hour fitness, right. crunch, equinox, whatever it might be, right? Even like a cowboy fit here, which is great. They're all great. But that individual that goes to that has to know exactly what they're going to do when they walk in. Mm -hmm. And in a combination of I don't have a lot of time, right? you're now you know, you're stuck with this workout that you probably are doing the same thing over and over and over and over. For sure, yeah. And and the reason that Boutique Fitness has, has this major revolution right now is that roughly for the same amount that you might pay for one personal training, you know, session, mm -hmm. you can get a very personalized workout regime that will be good for your body, right? There's so many other aspects to it, which comes to community, experience, those type of, it's super high, you know, hypersensitive at this point. Because um, there's so many players in the game right now, um, but I think that's probably why we're pretty special okay. and why people love the twelve. Yeah, um, we understand what we're doing. We're not trying to copy anybody else. We're not a copy of Orange Theory. We're not a copy of Berries. We're not a duplication of what we saw somewhere else. We know exactly who we are and what we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. You do. And where does the name the twelve come from? What oh, is gosh. that? That is such a I long thought, story. Well, I, I bet it is, and I did see something on your website that said, why be a 10 why be when a 10 you can be, can be a 12? 12? So tell us more about that. Corny marketing <laughs> phrase. <laughs> hey, no, that stuff sticks. I, See, I remembered it. I it. See? That's a shout out to my, my business partner, Derek. I remembered it. It stuck with that. me. Um, here's a cool thing about the name of, because you know when you say the 12, I could, I could probably tell you a thousand different stories that I've heard of what people thought of. 12 what, reps? 12 stations, 12 reps, 12 disciples. Oh, um, I like that one. Are you open 12 hours? Do you have 12 classes? And <laughs> all of that is super sweet. And um, there's actually a story because it's a, it's a life-changing story. Um, in a nutshell, uh, the 12 stands for the 12-week fitness challenge. Okay. Um, about 
probably around 20 years ago, my business partner was um, heavily addicted to methamphetamines. And you would never know by meeting this, this man now, he's, he's one of my best friends and my business partner. Uh, highly successful, one of the most connected, loved people back in Orange County where, um, where I've lived for the last 15 years. Um, but he was highly addicted and he OD'd three times. And on the last time, nobody showed up. And that would be, that's not typical for him because everybody loves him. He's like the mayor of Orange County. That's how popular he is. And he knew that he needed to make a change in his life. And um, the story of the 12 goes like this. Him and two buddies said, listen, we, we got to get into the best shape of our life. And we know that Derek needs to trade one addiction for the other. We all think that drug is the only addiction of people's lives. Right. It could be, um, I don't have a routine. It could be food. Mm -hmm. It could be um, so many other addictions that sure. come into play here. Mm -hmm. It could be, I'm a workaholic. Yeah. Uh, I, I, could, I could list all the, the addictions that I've uncovered over the last six years of being in this industry. So what they decided was they were going to go get their body fat tested. And they said, okay, we're going to go get dunked. They got hydrostatic dunk, and it just came out. Usually just for athletes and Olympic athletes, you get submerged in water and you figure out what your body fat percentage is. Oh. It is the most horrible experience in your life, especially if you're overweight. Because you're of like, course. Yeah. I have to like get into my underwear and go get submerged in water and I'm going to have the stranger tell me how fat I am. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it, right? <laughs> it like brings you back to PE in oh, middle school when they took that thing and pinched you. It's so, it's so horrible. <laughs> I remember doing it my first time because I felt so judged. Right. But the reality is that, wow, I'm about to to really see the damage that I've truly done to my body. Yeah. And so they did their body fat test and they sat around a table at dinner and they called it the Last Supper. And they said, we're gonna set goals for each other. If we hit these goals, we're gonna go on a trip together. And it just happened to be 12 weeks away. They had no idea what they were creating. They had no idea the science behind it because there's true science behind 12 weeks. We all heard of P90X, right? Yeah. 90 days. Sure. 12 weeks is 84 days. There's science behind the metabolism of a body, and there's actually three phases, metabolic phases, that your body goes through in 12 weeks. They didn't know that. They wish they were that smart when they figured it out. <laughs> so when they did that, they said, we're gonna support each other. We're not gonna send each other pizza or cupcakes. We're gonna show up and work out with each other. What they created was camaraderie. Yeah. So it was like their own little group fitness. They didn't realize what was going on, right? Sure. And the type of workouts that they were doing was high intensity and interval training. Uh, you know, there's nothing new that any workout facility is doing except goat yoga, right? Yeah. So that's the only thing that's new. <laughs> but there's nothing different. Treadmills have been around forever. Right. Weights have been around forever. High intensity interval training is a type of training they teach in the military for the last 80 years. You can go back to Jack LaLanne. It's the same type of exercise. Uh -huh. So it's high intensity interval training that actually gets fat loss, weight, resistance training. Right? That is how people get in shape. Yeah. And so they set a goal. They said, if we hit this goal, we're going to go on a trip together. That's cool. But if you don't, you got to put $2,000 in the pot. Ouch. So that your friend could take your money. So wow. that's how it started. Yeah. Right? It was and competitiveness and all that. Yeah. Well, it's Personal and. And I wanted, I wanted to go on the trip with my friends. Sure. Because we worked out every day and I wanted to celebrate with each other. Yeah. Right? That was kind of the mindset. So that was, I think, in 1999 or 2000, and I met Derek in 2002, and he was a, a title rep, and I was at a mortgage company, 
and I remember him coming in and one of the first things that he said was hey you know we do this 12-week fitness challenge where we get our body fat tested and he's telling me the rules and I looked at him and I said that sounds horrible like why would you guys do that for fun <laughs> I was 26 at the time I was still the weight that showed up on my driver's license so I hadn't really hit 30 really yet yeah um, I could eat and drink whatever I wanted didn't put on weight like didn't really care right had a bunch of memberships at gyms but never went right because 26 I mean, come <laughs> on right I'm 42 now so a lot has changed since then uh-huh. and I just remember over the years he would do it every year every year and it grew and grew to where a little over a thousand people did that challenge over that span of time wow and it was just friends right yeah and only two people didn't hit their goal and and because that the pain point of losing the money was a big pain point mm-hmm. and the reason those two people didn't hit their goal is because I think they just had a lot of money and they're like hey, no big deal sure right yeah and uh, it got to the point where and this is where I come in and this is where the kind of the 12 takes off is you know I had just got married I just um, ruptured my Achilles tendon and Ouch. I was really working a lot, you know, and, um, you know, I, I started putting on a lot of weight, but, you know, typical things like uh, my, I kept on changing, like, I would have to change my suit sizes every day. <laughs> um, instead of being a 29-inch waist, now I was a 32-inch waist. And I started making up these things in my head, like, you know, I'm in my 30s now. This is what happens. Right. Um, or I, I, I can't, you know, play pickup ball like I used to. And just making excuses like that. And there's two things that really happened that really changed the trajectory of this was um, I tried to get blood, could not get blood. Um, I had, my blood pressure was too high, hypertension and pre-diabetic. And that's mm-hmm. what I was diagnosed with. And the doctor said, listen, um, tell me about your family. And all my family, all my brothers and, and my father and my mother, they're all very unhealthy. Um, father died of a heart attack, when multiple heart attacks when he was 50. And all my brothers are... I would say morbidly obese. Yeah. When I say morbidly, we're talking um, on disability because they're too overweight. And yeah. so I didn't think that was happening to me, but that was the first time where I go, wow. You were young for that to be yeah. your diagnosis. Yeah, and I was like, geez, I'm right on track. And, and it affected my marriage. Mm-hmm. And this is where things get real, where I hope it pierces people is because I, I don't think people are honest enough what's really going on. It's not about not fitting in your clothes. It's not about being able to run around with the kids. Um, it's about those real issues. And it was affecting our intimacy where I'd go to bed and I'd wear an oversized shirt because I knew my belly and I didn't want my wife to touch me because I felt insecure and it affected. Yeah. And then obviously if you flip it, then my wife was probably thinking, uh, does he, he not find me attractive? Totally, yeah. Um, this is real life. Mm-hmm. It's real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it did damage for years. Right, and finally got to the point where I, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. The pain of, of, of staying the same was greater than the pain of change that I know that I needed to make. Wow. Um, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. And so he came in one day, and it was uh, 2010, August in 2010. And he goes, hey, man, we're doing the challenge. I go, I'm in. Cool. And he goes, ah. Oh, I'm so excited because, dude, you've gotten so fat. <laughs> I'm like, wow. The honest moment. Yep. And it pissed me off. I'm like, sure. Yeah. People need to be pissed in a healthy way. So if you look at a lot of things that you've accomplished in life, a lot of it has become the anger or I'm going to show you, right? Um, 
people will break up. You'll see, you know, the woman or the guy saying, you know something, I'm mad. I'm going to show them what they're missing. Of course. It's, now, it's so human silly, nature. Yeah, it's but it's, nature. it's real motivation, right? It's the motivation to get to started. So I got my body fat tested. I was a 29 point, I'm sorry, 28.7% body fat. I was a little over 200 pounds. And in those 12 weeks, I lost 40 pounds and I got down to 3% body fat. Um, wow, that's a quite a drop. It, it wasn't what I, I wasn't wanting to get to 3%. And I'll tr- trust me, I'm not there anymore. And I never want to be at 3%. Um, but I was so driven to do that, right? The 12 hadn't been put together yet, mm-hmm. but I, I knew what I had to do to get to that point. Mm-hmm. I, I studied and I became an expert on fitness on for me. Mm-hmm. Because every time I'd ask somebody like, how do you work out, how do you eat? I would get so many just wrong answers. I said, enough, I'm gonna go study. And so I you know, became, I took my certification. I, I now have multiple certifications as a trainer. I've never trained anybody. I've never taught a class. That is not my background. Okay. But I needed to know how to work out for me. So I'm like, listen, I work 12 hours a day. I have an hour. I have an hour to work out. I wanna get in, I wanna do my workout, and I wanna leave. <laughs> and I was watching everybody else, you know, they're lifting, and if you really compact it, they're probably working out for 30 minutes. Sure. Going between stations, their yeah. phones are out. I'm like, I don't want that. And so I started studying the best ways for fat loss, and it was high intensity interval training, mm-hmm. which was obviously lifting weights, mm-hmm. resistance training, and resistance means bands, weights, your body weight, gravity, those type of things. But also elevating my heart rate and and having it recover. Yeah. High intensity intervals meaning. I was going to do intervals like 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 30 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of training that I would do. And I would focus on different energy systems every day. Monday would be chest day, Tuesday would be leg day, Wednesday would be back day. I do core on Thursday and then Friday I do some sort of explosive workout, you know, so multi-direction like athletic days, right? Box mm-hmm. jumps and those type of things. And I knew that that was the way to get the maximum results. And, and I did. And, and to this day, I've never seen anybody get the results that I've gotten. I'm kind of like a, a, a mental type of guy. So once I flip my switch, I'm ready to go. All in, yeah. Yeah. And so that that is kind of what really started the 12. Um, wow. And over those new, next two years, I actually quit the mortgage industry and I created a corporate wellness program called 12 Week Fitness Challenge. Okay. And so over that time, over 10,000 people did our corporate wellness program. And I came up with a 12-week program of workouts, um, nutritional advice. I wanted to help companies decrease healthcare costs and increase productivity, and we did. And we became a huge hit in California. And how it led to the gyms, Mm -hmm. where we are now, is that I couldn't tell you how many times people say, I really wish you guys had a gym. And I would look at them and just say, you're crazy. (laughs) Because my entire business was, I didn't have an office. Mm-hmm. I'd go to everybody else's office. I didn't have any overhead, right? I had one employee. Yeah. Um, and the more that we started talking about it, it started making sense because remember, this is 2013. There is no OTF, Orange Theory Fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Varies in California, but there's no other group fitness. It, there was no, it was not a thing in 2013. And I knew that we could put together classes that didn't look like the Equinox, like, you know, step aerobics type of deal. <laughs> you know, we've all seen them. Sure. They're all in the glass cases and everybody's watching, you know, primarily women doing these things, right? Yes. 
And I'm like, I want, I want to create something that actually has weights and resistance. And I want everybody to be there. And I want to make it fun. And I want to, I want to have some personality. Because um, if somebody's going to do that, it needs to be worthwhile. And so in 2013, we launched our first location. Um, I had a budget of $55,000. I cashed out a 401k. I bought all of my equipment off of Craigslist. Wow. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to run a gym. Never ran a gym in my life. <laughs> um, recruited people without even having a gym open because I was recruiting for purpose. I wanted people that understood our vision of what we were trying to do mm -hmm. because my pain and my business partner's pain, we wanted people that understood that and we were trying to attract people that that connected to those messages. Right. So we started saying in the beginning that we were the gym of broken people. Oh like, gosh. You're in shape, you're in great shape, yep. cool. I can't connect with you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you're a housewife that feels defeated and you know, your vice is a bottle of wine every night because you feel that's the only thing that you need to get to. I can connect with you. Absolutely. Yeah. You're 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 that forty two year old dad that just hey, I'm never gonna get, you know, I'm just gonna feel this way for the rest of my life. No, you're not. I can connect with you. <coughs> Excuse me. You're you're the, the young lady that has been body shamed her entire life in school or or grew up with, with a mom weighing you. Hmm. I, I, I could go on and on because it's not just people being overweight, it's about people having body dysmorphia because they felt like they were never skinny enough. I can connect with those massively broken people. And so when we started really showing people that's what we were about because the workout is the easy part. Mm -hmm. It's an hour, mm -hmm. you show up. Your body can do it. It's the mindset for the other 23 hours that really gets you into trouble. True. Showing up, because think about it, if you get to a gym and, and the workout's already designed and it's fun and trainers are on microphones, <laughs> I mean, come on, everybody does it. That's the easy part, you're there. You're actually going to give effort. The other 23 hours when nobody's watching, yeah. when your mortgage payment's late, or you don't know how you're gonna pay your bills, or you just got in a major fight with your husband or your significant other, your boss is a jerk, and it causes you to do things to make you feel good. Eat, For sure. drink, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. Well, so many people that identify that. That is how you get healthy. Mm -hmm. The workout is the easiest part of it. It is absolutely the easiest part of it, right? And so, that's how the 12 started. And when, when we, I'm kind of an evangelist of what we do. And when people started hearing that, they're like, I want to go there. I get it. Our facility was, it was janky. Oh. It was in a, an office park. I mean, seriously, we, we bought all of our equipment off of Craigslist. That's what I love about entrepreneurs, though. It's right? brave. You, you just sure. got out there and did what you felt called to do. Thank yeah. God for my wife. I said, I'm going to start a gym. And she goes, I believe you can do anything, baby. And I said, wow, wow, I must have really sold you a long time ago. <laughs> and, and we did, and within six months, we, we were at 1,500 members. Wow, in six it months? Was, it's crazy, it was so overwhelming. Like I had no idea what we were creating. Mm -hmm. um, fast forward to where we are now, we never thought that we were gonna open up multiple facilities. We actually had to because we, we were getting in trouble because we had too many people in our facility. Clearly, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And <clears throat> we started getting fined by the city. <laughs> um, and so we had to open up another facility. So we did, packed that one out in six months. 
and then we started kind of getting recognized, mm-hmm. you know, so recognized as entrepreneur of the year. And, and, you know, this is my, now my fifth year at getting that award and, um, uh, multiple other awards. And it started bringing some light to it, to it, to the attention to us. And the thought was just to open up more corporate facilities, not to franchise, like not at all. Like that seemed super scary to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after we opened up our third one, we realized we can't keep duplicating this because it's very laborious. I'm sure. It's very capital intensive. We've never taken on any investment capital. We are raising money now, but uh, everything that we've done has been paid for by the company. Like no loans, no nothing. Everything has been paid for and done by our team. Our team has accomplished everything. Mm -hmm. And so now we're at multiple studios, um, national recognition for what we do. Our metrics are out of this world. And now we just launched our franchise model, which is why we're here in this market, the Dallas market. Um, I wanted to relocate here. I wanted to be kind of centrally located. Um, I love this this area specifically because it's very family oriented and it speaks to what we do. It sure is, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so now we're 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 aggressively, you know, about to to launch all over the country. And so one of those locations is in Plano at the shops at Legacy, mm-hmm. kind of the Plano Frisco border is how we like to look at it. Yeah. So tell us more about when that's opening. Yeah. So you know, it was supposed to be last September, okay. and then we hit snags. And so it's supposed to be March, and then we hit snags. Well, that happens. It's supposed to be April No 15th. small feat, yeah. So I think it's closer to about May 1st. Okay. Uh, so um, we want to make sure it's done. I'm, I'm a little bit OCD perfectionist, uh-huh. so every little detail has to be perfect. It's a far cry from the first facility, which looked like a, you know, <laughs> a, a, a mom-and-pop gym to now. It's, it's this is this is our, our, you know, our first facility to this market, and... Um, you get one opportunity for a first impression, mm-hmm. and this market, in my opinion, hasn't seen anything like us, and I really want to wow every single person that comes in, not with just the way it looks, but the staff. Our staff is different. It's not just walking in and somebody taking your name and giving you a towel. I mean, our, our attention to detail and customer service and making every single person feel like they are the most important person is vital, mm-hmm. is very, very vital to us. So hopefully May 1st we can we can launch. Well, I love what you're saying because everything you've really talked about and about the 12 is that it's about people and it's about their lives and about their health, you know, at the end of the day and how they feel. And it's not just about coming in and checking a box and getting it done. Yeah. Um, so I saw also on your website, hashtag 12 nation. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Does that speak to the community that people yeah. are going to feel that support that exists there? Gosh, I, I, I'm overwhelmed. You know, sometimes it seems like it's very surreal, but if I, I get tagged on so many things on Instagram and Facebook about just people that I don't know that are members of the gym um, and they'll share their story. We did a campaign last summer called uh, Know Your Why. Oh, and, and yeah. Hashtag Know Your Why. I get it and, already, yeah. yeah. And I wanted to know why people were at the 12. Like, listen, you know, we our, our trainers are top notch we have our own certification program like somebody can't be a group trainer and think that they can walk in and train at the 12 there is no way um it's not about putting together a good playlist <laughs> it's part of it mm-hmm. it's a it's you know you obviously have to have musicality because people have to feel the energy but it's does that trainer connect with every single person in there not just to connect like oh give me one more rep that, that is so basic but I'm talking about connecting on a deeper level where that person cares about 
what are you trying to achieve? Why, why are you here right now? Mm-hmm. But then also the ambiance and the feel. And, and so we did this Know Your Why campaign and, and people are putting videos of, you know, for the first time in my life, I feel comfortable coming into a gym. Mm. That blows me away. Like, what gym doesn't make anybody want to feel comfortable? Like, they're there for a reason. When you, you know, beginning of the year, here's a good example. People complain, oh, first of the year, gym's gonna be packed. Right. I'm sitting there going, yes. <laughs> like, you should welcome that. Yeah. Because this might be the first time that that person ever felt enough confidence to say, today it's about me. And they might need someone to hold their hands if they stay for the they long haul. They don't might. No, they, they, they do need That's somebody. what's hard is, is actually sticking it out and seeing it through. Like it's yes. showing up and then that support. If I'm, I speak to this I've, um, sometimes about how accountability is everything. Like just having someone else who yeah. cares that you're there, helps share your goals with you. As you said, you know, why are you here? And let's stay focused on that. Yeah. Um, and I can identify too with the big box gym thing. So I'm a member of one of those. Um, I also remember a boutique studio nearby, but but when I go into that big box gym, it is all up to me to be self-motivated, yeah. you know? And if I'm not feeling it that day, it's either gonna be an awesome workout or it's gonna be lame. There's gonna be all the dudes over by the free weights that intimidate me and I'm gonna avoid that area and I'm gonna go up to the, you know, treadmills that are in the corner. And I, I get it, you know, yeah. I get how somebody can be psyched out very quickly and just drop it, yeah. I get it. And so I can see where the community that you're describing that the 12 has to walk in and, and see those engaged faces that caring, you know, hey, I'm going to, we're here to help you see this through. Yeah. It's, um, that's it's, everything. It's, it's so like, cause all those things are important. Not, there's no judgment, but as people, we, we, we have preconceived notions regardless. Sure. Part of our life is to break those down. Like if you went up to those guys that are at the freeways and actually <laughs> striked up a conversation, like. Well, wow, you guys are really sweet. You're really nice guys. Sure. But we do that. That's just how we are. Yep. First of all, we as people are designed, well, whoever, what creator you believe in, we're designed to be in community. I believe that. We are not designed to be by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're not designed to be isolated. Mm-hmm. Isolated in our own thoughts and are you kidding me? We are prisoners of our own thoughts. So we need other people to build us up. Mm-hmm. So. Big box gyms are great. I have multiple memberships there, and sometimes I just want to throw some headset headphones on, Mm -hmm. listen to a good book, and and just sweat by myself because I'm just I I need isolation at that point. Mm -hmm. Other times I need the high fives and I need that person next to me that I'm like looking going, Good lord, this this girl is like half my size and she's going twice so I'm like and then I get pushed. (laughs) Like I need that, right? Right. And so it, it it's there's, there's a lot of things that, that do separate the 12. Mm-hmm. Um, if we go on the technical side, and 99.99% of people won't get it at first mm-hmm. because they don't care about it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of philosophy behind our training, a ton of philosophy. Um, in six years, we have never duplicated a workout, ever. Yeah, that's huge. Ever. I saw that. In, ever. Uh, yes, that's incredible. There's one person on staff that her job is to just create workouts. And it takes two and a half hours per workout to create. Two and a half hours. Really? So I'll explain that. So even though that we hit our energy system, so if you go to our website, the12.com, you'll see Monday is ignite, Tuesday is drive, Wednesday is burn, Thursday is recoil, Friday is explode, 
and then we have Fusion and um, Refire on the weekends, right? What those stand for, great marketing terms, are all fun, it's what it is, but they stand for energy systems or muscle groups. So anytime I say energy system, think muscle group, right? Okay. So Monday, Ignite, chest day, or anything pushing away from you, okay. right? Um, a lot of times we want to think self-defense or pushing away or getting up off the ground, pushing myself off the table. These are things that we do on a daily basis, right? So we are focusing on pushing movements on that day. It's an ignite type of movement. So every Monday we'll focus on that energy system, but every Monday will be a different workout because it's not going to be just chest press every Monday. There, it's not going to be, oh, okay, we're going to have five boards today with two exercises. It could be eight boards with three exercises. It could be 30-second intervals. It could be an AMRAP, as many rounds as possible. Okay. It's different every time. Now, that speaks to, if I'm a consumer, I want variety. Cool. Check it off. Yes. Right? As a consumer, I want ever-changing workouts. Great. Check it off. And then we go to Tuesday, which is driver leg day. Right, and so seventy-five mm percent -hmm. of that day will be focused on the energy system. Mm -hmm. The other twenty-five percent will be heart rate elevated movements, sprint intervals, those type of things. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we don't just focus on half the workout is on the treadmill and then half the workout is on the on the ground. We are doing resistance weight training every single day, and we have cardio every single day. And in, in people's minds, they think cardio, treadmill, no. Cardio is cardiovascular so exercise. <laughs> cardio is any exercise that elevates heart rate. Mm -hmm. I guarantee if I had you do 30 jump squats right now, your heart rate would elevate. Um, yes. That yes, is cardio. Would. Yeah. And so people need to be taught the proper way to exercise, mm -hmm. right? And so mm -hmm. that doesn't damage your body. Those workout facilities that focus on a lot of cardio, long-term are actually going to damage your body because mm. you will become skinny fat because you are actually burning more muscle during those workouts instead of damaging muscle so that your body can repair hmm. and use fat to do so, right? We're getting technical. No, right? but that's, I guess, yeah. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So that's where the technical piece comes in. Well, take that away, because mm -hmm. if you're not an exercise nerd <laughs> and, and technical nerd like I am, you're just a consumer, right? right. So that's 99% of the people. Sure. I'm a consumer. I'm gonna go spend my 129 to 199 a month somewhere, right? And and with that, that business has to be very responsible to get you what you need. Because as a business, your money pays my bills. Right. Your money pays my payroll. Your money pays my taxes. Your money keeps that facility open, not my money. So we have to be responsible for that. And we have to listen to our, our consumer base, right? Yeah. So it has to be fun. Right, meaning I come in, I need to feel good. I need to get a dopamine release. So Absolutely. you get that because exercise, community, and authenticity. That's what happens. The 12 is, we will do that. Um, and at the same time, it has to be ever-changing. So let's say that if I'm at a competitor and I constantly am on a treadmill and then have to work up and doing some TRX on, on, on the ground, how long does that stay relevant to you? Mm -hmm. Six months? Seven months? I don't know. We call it shelf life. Sure. Well, you're right back into the same problem that you are at a big box gym where you're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over. And if you're limited to those type of exercises, well, the programming is limited, right? And that leads us to the second thing was why we're different. 
our average group space is 3,500 square feet. Mm-hmm. All of our competitors around 1,200 to 1,500. That's all they need. Now there's an advantage to that real estate side, business side. Of course, yeah. Now, obviously are our spaces bigger? Yes, does it cost us more money to run? Yes. At the same time though, when you have 3,500 square foot, we have much more equipment. We want more equipment in there, meaning treadmills, we have our rigs, we have T-Rex, slam balls, everything that you can think of so that the, that the, um, that the, um, the design and the, the creativity of the workout can continue to evolve and change. That is why it's important to have that creativity in the space. Um, and it's nice because um, there's a lot of gimmicks going on in the industry right now. Um, Vegas feeling type of, of fitness facilities where crazy, crazy music, <laughs> DJs are in the facility, the LED lights are great, and I get it. You might be overdoing it though. It, it's yeah. all fun, no, I get it, sure. and there's a market for that. There's yeah. a market for everybody, because there's there's enough business to ground for everybody, and people don't realize that. There's, I could open up four facilities in this area and they would all thrive, they absolutely would. Um, even though it's a smaller community, like in Orange County, we have 3 million people. Right. There's what, 180,000 people exactly, here? Exactly, yeah. I could open up four facilities here. Mm-hmm. There is, there's a need and, and feeling for everything. And here's what's changed with our industry. Let's say 10 years ago, 1% of disposable income would go to health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's say the average you know, um, median income is $80,000. We'll do the math, right? Yep. Now it's 6%. People have multiple memberships. I got a yoga membership, I got a HIT membership, and I got a SPIN membership, (laughs) right? Everybody has those three. And my big box. Big box is actually the easiest to afford, right? You know, because it's 20 to 80 bucks a month. Boutique is more expensive. It can be up to $199 a month, Mm -hmm. but it's worth it, right? And Mm -hmm. so for us, we know what we do. We're not trying to copy anybody. Uh-huh. We're not saying that we've reinvented the wheel because we haven't. This is exercise. Come on. We're not, we're not trying to sell anybody about that. What we do, though, is what we do, we do it to the best of our ability. ability. Yeah. Yeah. The workout, the workouts are phenomenal. Are you kidding me? They're the best. In our opinion. Mm-hmm. Of course they are. They're designed to get people in shape. Mm-hmm. Period. Time well spent. Period. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you work out... Yes, you want to have a good time, but if you strip away all of the narrative, it's about, I want to get into the best shape possible. I want to feel the best. We're going to do that. Our workouts are designed to get people in the best shape possible. Mm -hmm. And because of our philosophy on working out, it will. We're not so cardio-centric. We do teach people, this is how you need to train four to five times a week, right? And so... That's and, and we like big spaces. We love tall ceilings. We love natural <laughs> light. Um, and then on the business side, where I feel this community um, has a a a thirst for, which is a which is a, a small boutique company that really wants to kind of be servant led. Mm. Meaning, this is how I leave my company. Mm-hmm. Um, my membership base is, is my employee base. Mm-hmm. I need to serve my employees. That is my team. I want them to be the best versions of themselves, which in turn, they will then pass on to the members. Mm-hmm. So every member that comes in, like they better, we better know their name. We better know when they came in last. We better have a smile on our face. We better be excited to be like, we get to be there. It's not just a job. Mm-hmm. And so that's another part of it is that the people that I hire, um, 
we have high standards. Yeah. And, you know, I probably have done 150 interviews to hire six people. Wow. Yeah. To I mean, find just the different. right, the ones that really see your vision and yeah. want to execute it the way I you do. I want people to understand that, you know, our, what we're trying to do requires purpose-driven people. I love that. I get it. They're in front of people and it's just a member services job. They're making 12 bucks an hour. I get that. Mm-hmm. This is not their last job, but they better learn something from here and to do that, they better understand that a lot of these things that they're going to learn here will carry on to their career. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the trainers, because every one of every position at every studio is part time. Okay. Except the studio manager. Okay. Think about every studio, every yoga facility. Sure. Yes, of course. All of them are. They part-time. pop in and out to teach the trainers, and, mm-hmm. the front desk. It's like appointment driven. Yeah. It's the most difficult thing to run because it's all part time people, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to find purpose driven individuals that want to serve, and it's very rare these days. You know, so, you know, when you combine ever-changing workouts, results-driven workouts, the, the philosophy of what, why we're called the 12, and then the people that work for us, that makes people come in and go, wow, this is, this is different. You know, yeah. the only thing I could say to that is I've hired my entire team so far, right? They have not been able to experience the 12. So think about that. All my facilities are in California. Yeah. All my employees that we've hired, they've already committed. Um, many of them work at other facilities right now. I can't tell who they are of yet. Of course, yeah. Um, they they made a commitment based upon my vision and the passion. Yeah, that's impressive. They were right. inspired, I'm sure, coming Maybe away I'm just from a good speaking with. Well, Let's just say that, right? Well, no, I think you really believe in your product. And Damn you're, right, I'm and you're, my language. No, it's fine. You're passing along that inspiration, and they yeah. grabbed it. They saw it. Yep. They, they absorbed it. That's cool. So that's one part of the story. Yeah. I sent them all back to California to do training. Okay. Yeah. It was within minutes that I received text messages from all of them. Wow, like this is better than what you told us. I've never experienced this before. Wow. And I just, and I've saved these text messages and I just wanted to, I go, I knew it. Like that's the first thing I told them. I'm like, I wish I could have some sort of like a, an, an elevator pitch for you of what 12 is about. It's not, because when something is emotion based and it's a feeling, it's one of the hardest things to describe unless you're in the moment and you're explaining how you're feeling then, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. if you strip, take out, again, we're just a box. We have equipment in there like every other facility has. Yeah. Um, we pay utilities just like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like even in, in California, why do more people come to our studio? We have 20 other studios within a mile radius of our studio. Yeah. Why do they come to ours, right? That doesn't mean we're going to be for everybody. Trust me, we're not. There's going to be people that don't want to give their neighbor a high five. Cool, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah. there will be a big percentage of people in this area that will resonate uh, what we're trying to do because now that's the business side, but we also believe in community. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we just I just did a tour of the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, Here in Frisco. Yeah. That was pretty um, eye-opening, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I haven't had anybody close in my life that has experienced that, but because we've had so many members that have gone through it. Have and, you? Oh, yeah. A hundred? Gosh. Um, one in eight women that's will be right. diagnosed with that, mm-hmm. and that's eye-opening, you know. And um, we've only locked arms with local charities, so back home, it was Boys and Girls Club of Anaheim and Costa Mesa. Yeah. 
yeah. and it was you know the teen project which you know they're just local I want to know that we're we because we have a responsibility and, and any corporation has a has a responsibility when we run a successful business we have a fiduciary responsibility to give back we have to um, that's just a personal belief and anybody can argue with me on it and they're more than welcome to but I also want to make sure that it's going to places that is community driven mm -hmm. locally mm -hmm. and when we found out that the National Breast Cancer Foundation was located here it was a it was a no-brainer for us and so Great. went and took a tour yeah saw Ashley over the shout out for Ashley and, and her group and mm -hmm. um, it was it was a no-brainer for us so we're we have a lot of uh, really cool projects on the horizon with them Oh, fantastic. We're going to connect them with all of our facilities in, in our books. So they're going to be part of our family and we're going to be part of their family. And then I actually took my team there last Thursday. And um, that really opened my eyes because every single person on that team knew somebody who had a family member that went through it. Right. And mm -hmm. um, when you, I'm a protective dad. They call me Papa 12. And so when <laughs> these are my new, my new family members. And when I see them affected that way and they start crying, I get really emotional too. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so that's a community thing, and, and and another piece that we're going to be doing is when we open, we're going to be doing a fitness crawl. Ooh. So think pub crawl. Totally. Bar crawl. Yeah. Things I used to do in my 20s a lot. Yeah. And don't we get have, to do we them. We have now. one of those here. I know. Coast, by the I way, know. the Frisco Santa pub crawl. You got to do that. My wife gives me one event like that a year, <laughs> and so we're going to do a fitness crawl. Yeah. Where uh, we're going to connect with a lot of companies at the shops at Legacy. Okay. And yeah. think fitness crawl. So there's you know. Uh, there's a surf company over there. There's Link Cycling, and there's some other companies. So we're trying to finalize that list. And when we open, I think it's probably going to be like say around a month after we open, we're going to do a big fitness crawl, wow. and then do like a charity event along with that. I've never well. heard of such a thing. And the fact that I would have just seen you all as competitors, like you know, and, and the fact no. that you would come together, especially since you each have your own approach and you've got it's your different. own clients, your own loyalty. I just, it's impressive that you would all come together and collaborate that way. I don't look at them as competition, because yeah. um, we're just different, yeah, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Because again, I, I think there's enough business to go around for everybody. There, I'm sure, yeah. And, and we, and especially this area, mm -hmm. this is a very blessed area. Absolutely. There's a lot mm -hmm. of um, um, fortunate people that live here. Mm -hmm. You can just drive around and look at all the beautiful homes. Yes. Um, it's, you know, and, and I, I, I grew up on welfare myself, and I was emancipated when I was 15 years old. And when I see communities like this, I'm so thankful mm. that so many people have so much. There's enough. And right. instead of being so, because I'm cutthroat competitive, don't, don't get me wrong. You have to be when you're an entrepreneur. But we can lock arms with local businesses to do something greater. I think that's great. Plus, as you pointed out earlier, it's, you know, what's going to resonate with you personally? Like, what is going to be that thing that, that approach to fitness and health that's going to resonate and grab you, grab your attention, help you stay committed, to stay, you know, do the perseverance thing? And for many people, it's going to be the 12, for sure, yeah. because of what you've described about the community, the space, the approach to all of it. Um, I can tell that you're very, very sincere in your care about the individuals who are showing up needing help they just need help they need help yeah. to feel better they need someone to hold their hand show them and coach them along the way and i can see how much that means to you yeah that that's a very sincere um, judgments and a, a a horrible thing that happens a lot in in today's world of course yes um, yes and and it's what we have manifested it's what uh instagram facebook you, it's oh, all about judgment i you, know you, it's painful. comparison mm -hmm. and and 
if, if we have the opportunity to kind of get away from comparison, away from judgment, and like, listen, I don't care that, you don't, you don't need to go put makeup on to come work out. I don't care. I don't care that you've got your best Lulu outfit on. It doesn't matter. I get it. <laughs> Trust me. I wear Lulu. Shout out to all my Lululemons there. Um, um, Plano Lululemon. I love them all. Um, but that is it, that has nothing to do with what's really going on inside. Yeah. Like, okay, you're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know that reason. Now, mm-hmm. all the other things, great. I get it. I, I totally get it. But if, if we can stop that judgment and comparison and and we could really make this revolution. So imagine, this is my dream. What if we were in 500 different markets with 500 purpose-driven 12 locations doing something like this? That's pretty special. Yeah. Then we're talking about 7,000 jobs have been created with 7,000 purpose-driven individuals. Now each location probably has 1,000 locations. So now we have about... 50,000 to 500,000 members across the country, <laughs> all part of this. Like, that's yeah. pretty special. It's no different than like a, a, a well-ran church. Why do people keep on going to a church? Yeah. Part of community. They're taught Purpose. a good lesson. Yeah. They understand that they need to be serving others and not self-serving. Mm-hmm. It's the same philosophy, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not trying to get all preachy, but no, I understand. They're looking for a sense of ran. purpose. Like, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Know your why. Yes, exactly. For sure. Exactly. Well, congratulations to you because with all that you shared about your background and how you ended up in this chair right now, talking about this business as easily as you do because it's you're so passionate. It means a lot to you. Yeah. Um, you're very sincere and authentic. I, just congratulations that you've made it this far, and I'm excited about the 12 and what you all are going to do across the country, but yeah. I'm really thrilled that you're down the street um, opening late spring, early summer, somewhere in there. Hope so. And uh, tell me again the URL, the website. Yeah, the12.com, T-H-E-1-2.com, pretty yep. simple. Easy, easy. And we're on Instagram at the12movement. Okay. Um, so come follow us, but... Um, I, I also want to. I, I can't take any credit for. I, I appreciate the. You know the, the thanks, but um, we, we are team driven. Mm-hmm. We have a phrase that we use called uh, "burn the ships," meaning that we're all in. So every one of our employees and our team members. Um, I, I just have my role. My role just happens to be doing these type of things, but we have over a hundred team members that do their thing. That yeah. without them, like we could not be where we are. Absolutely. Right? And so, yeah. It's just a role. I just happen to be a quarterback when we've got linemen and running backs and receivers and coaches. Um, they, we all participate equally in, into what we do, and we have a team that's going to be part of this that are super, you know, excited about it as well. But um, we're so excited to be here. Um, my wife and I moved here about a year ago. This is our new our new home, and I feel like this is home. Great, I'm, not that's good from, to hear. I'm not from California, oh, so not. all all the Texans maybe listen to this. If you see my my car, don't don't like uh, <laughs> think I'm from California. But um, it was just a 15 year pit stop. That. Oh, I've heard it already, <laughs> but it's funny. I get it. But this is home for us, and you know we moved here to um, start. Not only we're in the we're we're adopting right now, so it's one of the personal reasons why we moved here. Oh, you're going to love it. I'm glad that you're already feeling at home. And I'm glad that you plan to raise a family here. I think that's really special, exciting, happy to have you. Um, So we'll be keeping up with you um, on LifestyleFrisco.com. You have a business page that you all invested in. So that is there easily in our search bar. Just type the 12. And then we have our first article that's come out. We've got more to come about you all. 
Um, so really, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for spending time sharing more about what sets the 12 apart. It's exciting. I can't wait until the doors are open. We'll come in and do a Facebook Live tour or something It'll for our fun. audience. Okay? It'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Josh Boyd. I really appreciate yeah. it.